It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 73rd episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, I feel like it's a little bit of a a moving house series at the moment. I touched on it last week, some of the trials and tribulations uh, of a busy schedule on top of moving house that was actually bringing me, and uh, and I suppose it's the inspiration for today's episode as well. You might be wondering what inspires various episodes is sometimes they're themed a bit like the energy equation other times it's what it has inspired me during the week or the couple of weeks leading up and and this week has episode has absolutely been inspired and I'm excited to talk about um, how packing up my home uh, has been such an interesting process uh, for many reasons one because uh, <laughs> oh, I'll touch on I'll touch on the finding joy part in just a minute but it's it's brought up emotions it's brought up happy memories it's brought up sad memories it's brought up uh, the need to let go of a lot of uh, items because I'm moving from a big home into a smaller home so I literally need to downsize and and, uh, and trying to channel my inner Marie Kondo uh, to do so, uh, and also just the process of it itself. It's been really interesting, and managing decision fatigue through the whole process as well. So I want to touch on the finding joy and also a little bit about decision fatigue uh, in today's episode. It's uh, Decision fatigue's a, a funny old thing, and some of you may or may not have heard of it. Some of you may or may not have experienced it before, but certainly I realized my state of decision fatigue during the week, uh, and that was after as, as I mentioned in last week's episode, a really heavily scheduled uh, coming into the end of January and, and through the beginning stages of February. And the whole moving house thing was actually have meant to have happened uh, really prior to that particular scheduling. But due to some, some hiccups outside my control, it all just got pushed back by a month or so. So it's fascinating when you catch yourself in decision fatigue. So what is decision fatigue? It's when you've got so much going on and cortisol levels are high, which is your stress hormone, and it's a little bit hard to see the forest for the trees. And you've got to the point where you've made so many decisions in such a rapid fire time is that you get to the point where sometimes you just can't make any more decisions, or that's me anyway. Um, Some of you have listened to earlier episodes when we touched on decision fatigue very, very early on in the BQS journey is I was explaining how when my mum was moving house out of our family home after living there for 35 years, how she was clearly affected by decision fatigue. And towards the end of the packing up of 35 years of hoarding, um, because my mum's a hoarder, I'm not that bad, thank goodness, um, is that it was, she really, she couldn't, she got to the point where she could barely decide what she was eating, let alone what she was doing as far as all the scheduling that had to be happening. So that's been a really fascinating thing to observe of myself. The cool thing about us as humans is we have the ability to either be in our process, if you like, be in our action steps, be in our thoughts, or sometimes we can actually step back and observe them. And as I said, it's been fascinating to observe um, over the last week. So some tips about making sure that you're not getting stuck in just decisions pop my teeth back in decision fatigue is something that I want to talk about today and also um, working on finding joy as you're going through things Um, I've forced myself I'm actually not a fan of the Maricon series I find it quite frustrating but everyone was talking about it so I totally got caught up in the FOMO that I was missing out on something and I thought I better watch a couple of episodes given that I'm moving house it's probably important to have a system of how to pick what's staying and what's going so number one all my books are definitely coming with me I love my books it's been a love of books since I was little, I probably have 
Abs- well, it's not a probably. It's I definitely have inherited that side of things from my mum. So the whole thought of keeping less than 30 books, well, that's just not going to happen. Uh, I'm counting the moving boxes that I can see as I'm recording because my study is currently packed up, which is where I record BQS. Uh, and I can count two, four, six. There might be eight. They're smallish boxes, but eight boxes of books that will be coming back into the study at my new house. Um, and it's just been fascinating going through items that bring me joy and keeping them. So there's been many things that I've, I've let go of, as I said, but, you know, little things like I have a series of corks from very special bottles of wine that have been open um, over the last eight years that I will definitely be keeping. They're actually wrapped up and already in boxes because the thought of actually throwing those out actually made me really sad and the thought of keeping them made me really happy. And how often in life do we continue to do things that actually make us sad because somebody told us we had to? just a side thought. Um, so they're definitely staying. And there's been lots of photos and memories that I've found that have been um, such joyful memories of times gone past. Um, and, and it's just been a really interesting process. So one of the things that I've done over the last couple of weeks in my scheduling which may or may not be helpful for you guys listening, um, BQS listeners, in terms of if you need to give yourself time to actually, whether it's pack up something, you're doing a particular project that you know is going to take a little bit of different sort of energy, is to make sure you give yourself enough time. Uh, one of the things I had done last weekend was I really, I planned out what I needed to get done because it was a little bit too early to start packing. But I knew that it was going to be an emotional experience packing. I had a feeling it was going to, ironically. Uh, and I knew that um, unlike in the past, I'd always managed to avoid the packing process. And I knew this time it was it was effectively majority on me anyway. Definitely got some helpers around. But it was a moment understanding that giving myself the time and space to be able to do it with no pressure. Uh, I, f- I found very, very important because usually, and those of you who've listened to many BQS podcasts, you'll know I will leave things till the latest possible moment <laughs> for most things that I do, whether that's finishing off presentations I'm giving, whether it's projects that I've got, I will timeline them so they are both urgent and important. This is one gig that I've done that I've made sure it's in the uh, uh, important but not urgent mix where I gave myself heaps of time. So when I had a moment yesterday and on Friday when I started packing and I got a bit teary over a particular memory that I had found is that I could actually just go and sit and be still for a little minute. I didn't and just sit in why I was sad and why I was teary and to to actually uh, give myself a moment to process that versus actually being so under the pump that I had to barrel through it regardless. And I found that process very important. So in times when we're talking about our energy management and our time management, it's important to really, uh, or my suggestion to you would be, is that it can be important to understand what is going to be a high energy activity for you and what's going to be a low energy activity for you and what might be in the, in the middle. And when it's a high energy activity is to give yourself enough space to be able to achieve that in an appropriate time frame. You know, the temptation was to leave the whole pack up until the weekend before I had to move. And, and that, uh, that is how I would do the majority of things in my world and just barrel through it and get it done. But I had an understanding of what part of the process was going to be. It wasn't just packing up stuff. It was not, and it's not just letting go items. It's letting go um, of certain memories as well um, and understanding them and, and I suppose cataloguing them in some ways uh, as, as how I'm describing it um, and giving myself the time and the space to be able to do that 
without setting myself over the edge because I just don't have enough time to process. Process emotionally, process physically in the sense of actually getting it done uh, and giving myself time to be able to give anything that is not being kept away with lots of love and hopefully that brings somebody else joy because it's it's an important, I suppose, process for me is understanding if there's items that I'm not taking with me is that they're going to, to somewhere that can get they can, as I said, spark their joy out of it. So BQS listeners, your action steps this week, you might be thinking, what the hell's that got to do with me, Dr. M? I suppose the reason why I'm sharing this particular story is twofold. One is that sometimes there's stuff that comes up in our world that we know is going to be emotional. We know we've got to get it done. We know that it might take a bit of extra time than what we're accustomed to putting towards projects, um, action steps, etc. that we need to get done. It's not an automated thing for me to pack up a house. I've moved oh, a few times in my adult life, but as I've said, I've, I've been a part of the move. I'm usually logistics. I'm not usually the packing part. So I, I'd never actually really done it before on my own. And so even just understanding that I needed to leave myself a bit more time being a beginner packer-upper is, was really important. So my suggestion to you in your action step this week, BQS listeners, is if you have a project or something that you want to be doing at the moment that you are a beginner at, is make sure that you have enough time to A, get it done without it becoming an extra stress in your world. The other thing is, is that allow yourself time when you know that certain projects or things you've just got to get done have an emotional component to it is also give yourself that little bit of extra time so that you have a chance to process. Because one of the areas that I see really regularly with my clients and with the guests and the attendees at my workshops that I run is that's one of the aspects that's missing in this very busy, busy, busy world that we all think we're in is not giving yourself the time and the space to acknowledge what's going on emotionally for you right now, whether that is joy and happiness or whether it's sadness and grief, whatever that might be is actually give yourself time to be able to sit for a moment and assess it. Because if we're constantly barreling through life, that's where we can wake up, whether it's a month, a year, five years down the track and going, how the hell did that all happen? And how did I go from there to here? And it's, it can be a very, very interesting process. So that's your action step this week, BQS listeners, is just go over anything that you might be doing at the moment. That sounds very broad, but any projects that you might be doing at the moment that you or that are coming up in the near future that you need to be able to timeline out and making sure that you're taking that into consideration, taking not just the physical time, but also the energy in that time that's necessary and also perhaps the emotional content that's likely to be wrapped around that. Because let's face it, we have emotions around everything that we do. It's whether it's um, something that really lights us up and generally brings us joy and we're going to be find happiness in that moment, whether it's something that it's a bit of a chore and we know we've got to get it done and it sometimes can be frustrating, but then working out where we can find that joy in it. Or sometimes when there's an element of sadness and grief around it, but also joy within that and gratitude is if we give ourselves time to sit and assess it, it's much easier to find that gratitude and joy. Uh, and so for that, Marie Kondo, I love that particular saying in finding that it's something that sparks your joy. Some of the other things, the whole book thing, that's a conversation for another time. Um, but it's been, it's been a fascinating process. So next week might be another part of the moving process. Uh, I'm not sure yet. It might, might not be, but I thought that that was an important thing to share today, particularly around that decision fatigue and also giving yourself enough time. So number one, hopefully you don't get into decision fatigue, but also if you do is giving yourself time to step back so you can step back in and maybe asking for a little bit of help if you're finding that you're really, really stuck. Because sometimes it's somebody else coming in that can um, actually look at the situation and go, have you thought of this, this and this? And it can actually just set you back on the right track 
very, very quickly. So that's just about it for today, BQS listeners. Before I go, though, my top five music. Last night I was driving back from Sydney and I had Addicted to Bass by Joss Abrams pumping. It's an old school tune. It reminds me of being... Oh, goodness, would we have been 18, 19 or 20? Late teens, let's call it, when that particular track was released. And uh, I loved it then. I still love it now. Actually, it was early 20s. It was just coming back from London. Now I remember. So one of the things, if you haven't already picked up, part of the reason why I love my music, BQS listeners, is because it usually timestamps periods in my life. And so it's uh, it's always interesting to find old songs that bring back happy memories. Book this week, can honestly say I've done zero reading this week. It has been uh, a busy, busy week, as I mentioned before. And uh, well, I suppose the reading of this week has been packing up my books so that I can read them moving forward. De-stress this week was actually taking time out throughout the week to have dinner with the awesome Kerry D and just to be able to catch up. We hadn't had a chance to catch up for ages. Uh, having an opportunity to have lunch with with um, a great friend and having dinner with a, a very great old friend last night too. It's just been my de-stress is actually spending time with people that I, I know, love and trust and that hopefully then I know that that is returned and I found that very de-stressing. Making sure we're connected with other humans, so important, uh, particularly in times that we are under the pump and it might be tempting to become a hermit, so important to make sure we're surrounded by people that love us. Uh, quote of this week is... One sees clearly only with the heart. Anything essential is invisible to the eyes. And that's a quote from The Little Prince. And I love that because particularly when you are suffering with decision fatigue, you're trying to see everything. And sometimes you need to actually feel what is the next best step. So that is it for this week, BQS listeners. My thought of this week is go gently as you're making change. Give yourself the time and the space to make sure that you've not only got the time for physically getting stuff done, but also that you've got the time to get it done energetically and also emotionally as well. So that's it for this week, BQS listeners. I hope you have a great week. I'll catch you later. See you next time. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.